How do we even start this? I feel like you need to introduce yourself. I mean, I think this would be pretty good for an intro. It's just being pretty casual about it. I don't know. My name's Brandon. Uh, I'm a freshman. Or, well, well, I'm going to be a sophomore this fall. Because um, I guess I went to school for a year, even though it was really kind of more like eight months. But <laughs> not a side. Uh, I'm a pre-neuroscience and cognitive science major. So basically, it's, it's just a major where you have to test in. Uh, for my program, it's at the end of my sophomore year. So that'll be this coming spring or this like spring 2021. Um, I am involved in campus in research, uh, a couple clubs, neuroscience specific. Um, yeah, outside of school, I work with a leadership organization. Nothing too big. I'm a music minor. Christian makes fun of me for that. Uh, <laughs> thought I was pre-med, but remembered I didn't want to hate myself for eight years. So now I'm wanting to go into research. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That yeah. was good. You, you went in depth yeah. with that. So what have you been doing to keep busy? What have I, so, oh, not a whole lot. <laughs> no. I mean, I mean no, you like, I mean, to, you like to send me funny tweets. I appreciate that. I do send you a lot of funny tweets. That's true. And I mean, we send each other a lot of serious tweets too, especially now, but before, before that it was, it was strictly funny tweets. Um, but yeah, I mean, aside from things going on right now, um, I've, you know, I've been doing work. I work for a research lab on campus. I'm lucky enough I can work remote still. So um, whether that be like looking at data to have me learn how to code, doing like trainings and stuff. So Oh, are they sponsoring that for you? Um, well, <laughs> They are. <laughs> I mean, they aren't not. So, <laughs> yeah. like, it's, what do you what do you use? Do. Sorry. What do you what are you using to learn? So basically, there's this uh, the language, or it's not really. I guess it's the language. Um, I'm not that far into you know computer science yet, so please excuse me. But uh, basically, using this software called R Studio. And so R is basically this like open source. Um, so like it's this free uh, statistical coding software. Uh, basically, you can do a whole lot with it and people build um, different packages and libraries that you can install that give it like extra functions and stuff. Um, and so one of these additional packages is called Swirl. Um, and so basically it's just a guided, it's like a guided tour of R. It takes you through all the basic functions and then there are add-ons that people have made to swirl that take you through the other add-ons, which if that makes sense. So like there's one called like ggplot, which is just like a better way to make histograms and like bar charts and stuff. It's really, it's, it's not exciting, but like, it's cool. I'm going to open my window. Maybe that helps. Go for it. Um, but yeah, so it's a good time. It keeps me busy. Um, I kind of like, messing with stuff so it's like a good like problem solving like kind of thing so yeah that's cool yeah are you still doing research on like sleep and ptsd or did you move on to something else so we're wrapping up the project on uh ptsd pretty soon um right now and then yeah i'll be transitioning to uh another one having to do with sleep but it's uh we're looking at treatments for insomnia. Um, 
so yeah, kind of wrapping, I'm like, we're wrapping one up and then we're going to start another one as soon as like the pandemic's over. So mm. whatever that may be. <laughs> <laughs> Are you allowed to like go in depth and explain it a little bit? Um, I can tell you like main purpose, but I can't tell you data and I can't tell you people. Okay. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. Okay. So basically the project I'm working on right now, um, has to do with PTSD and light therapy. And so basically, as I'm sure you've heard before, uh, like sleep is really important and it affects a lot of your cognitive health. Um, and so basically what we're doing is using uh, a blue light box or an amber light box, which is the control. Um, but so blue light, I'm sure you've heard it before. It's like this harmful thing that uh, comes out of your phones and your screens and it, like keeps you up at night. Well, blue light is also something that's just like outside. It's like what tells our brain, like, hey, it's daytime, like it's time to wake up. So basically what we found is that if you, you can use that blue light right at the beginning of the day to like kickstart your circadian rhythm. And so it like readjust, it's like a, <clears throat> it's like how a pacemaker kind of like can signal your heart to like, this is when you beat, do it this way. Um, it can kind of like jumpstart your, uh, your circadian rhythm. Um, and so then when you try and go to bed the next night, like you're on, you're on the right cycle, if that makes sense. So mm-hmm. yeah, we, we found that it's had a uh, positive impact so far, but we're not done with, uh, like we haven't made our final conclusions, haven't done our full data analyses yet, but it's promising right now. So yeah. That's cool. Like how does PTSD factor into the study? So we are a, uh, primarily a military research lab. So a lot of our funding comes from like the department of defense and stuff like that. So a lot of our projects have to do with, um, ways to either treat, uh, soldiers that have come home or soldiers that are still out in the battlefield or like, you know, abroad, uh, stationed somewhere. And so a lot of people with PTSD report, uh, trouble sleeping just because they have, uh, you know, nightmares, there's different triggers that can, uh, cause them to have, you know, episodic events. Um, and so because of that, there's a lot of issues, uh, that they have when, you know, trying to go to bed. Mm-hmm. So if we can help restart or kickstart kind of their circadian rhythm, help them get into a healthy sleep wake cycle, um, then you can see, uh, like with that improved sleep, there's also improvement in their, uh, kind of like their emotional well-being, their cognition, stuff like that. That's really cool. Like, yeah, I'm time. surprised as like freshmen, we can be like involved in something like that. Hashtag, yeah, for real. Like, how did you like come across it? Uh, this feels like such an ad for research right now but (laughs) um yeah basically (laughs) hypothetically (laughs) there's too many inside jokes oh my gosh okay but my uh my advisor my neuroscience advisor um sent me an email one day he was like hey and it was like it wasn't it wasn't even an email to me it was like it was a general it's called like listserv like it's like an email list um and so it's just kind of like a mass email that goes out it's like hey like this lab is looking for um undergraduate research assistants um 
you know, fill out the application. Um, so basically I filled out the application and this was before school started. So it was like, oh, beginning wow. of August. yeah. So I filled out the application and then I got told I got an interview and then like during the first week of school, I ditched a class that I didn't even really want to be in because you could gen ed. <laughs> and I was like, you know what? Like I went to the, I went to the first session and the teacher was like, you will not have phones in this class. And I was like, am I in high school still? <laughs> I was like, where am I? And so I was like, yeah, I was like, this is not going to work. Like I'm not going to want to work in this class. So yeah. So, uh, ditched that class, went to an interview, uh, talked about sports for like half an hour and then the guy who's my boss now he was like all right like what study do you want to be on uh and he was like you know you could uh, work with like concussions and things like that but there's also this one on ptsd where you'll have to talk to people about like you know the worst moments in their lives um <laughs> i was like oh like that's kind of terrifying yeah, that's intimidating <laughs> yeah, it's pretty intimidating um but I was like, you know what, like, let's try something new. I think mental health is something that's really important. It's often overlooked um, and it's not talked about. So I think uh, it's really important to, to like have those conversations and to, I think for me, it was like something really beneficial, like to be able to talk to those people. Like, and I just, I learned so much um, just, just like talking on the phone with people and uh, doing interviews. And like, of course, I'll never, I'll never under, or I mean, hopefully I'll never understand what it's like to have PTSD. Um, but for me, it opened my eyes to a lot of what they go through and um, definitely made me a lot more sensitive to uh, a bunch of issues at hand. So, like, I think that the thing that was most eye-opening for me was, like, like I would talk on the phone with someone. And, like, we ha there's so many preconceived notions about people with mental disorders. But um, I would ask if a said person <laughs> had... <laughs> had um, a, uh, like any other mental disorders and said person would be like oh yeah like I have schizophrenia and I'd be like what like, <laughs> like you can't tell like just from talking to people so it's just like it's such a layered and like uh, it's like a deep thing that I think society looks to be is like it looks like this it looks like this where um, kind of this experience has taught me so much about how uh, yeah it's just, it's not what we think it is. And um, yeah, shouldn't be afraid to talk about it. Yeah. Like when, even like with schizophrenia, like you mentioned, like you expect someone who's like all over the place and like, yeah. it's like exactly. cartoony. Cause that's how we see no. it. Oh, exactly. And then it just because like a normal person on the see. phone. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's like, that's what we see. And that's what we're, that's what we're taught to believe. So. Yeah. And so what's this new uh, research? uh study you're on yeah so it's gonna sound a little weird at first but um okay. basically we're using magnets to control people's minds <laughs> um, <laughs> no so i mean that is to be fair like Hold up, i'm gonna call i'm gonna call info wars real quick yeah I'm call, oh my gosh no but like so it's called uh transcranial magnetic stimulation and it's exactly what it sounds like we're magnetically stimulating someone's brain um and Ooh. so basically <laughs> and so basically uh it's there's a whole bunch of different protocols and a whole bunch of different uh, machines but i think a really really good way 
um, to just kind of like simplify it is like you have a person laying in a bed um, and then you have a magnet um, and not not just like you know like zingers <laughs> like, <laughs> but, um, it's like a it's like a pretty high powered magnet uh, that's like hooked up to like a power supply and everything and uh, you know like just running through a coil and stuff I have obviously not taken um, physics uh, E&M yet but hmm. oh well I know the right hand rule so I think I'm good um, but yeah so basically what happens is we pulse a magnetic field and then that magnetic field can uh, depolarize certain portions of your brain and kind of in the same way uh, earlier we mentioned pacemakers it can um, they found that when people are asleep they can use this method in order to elicit um, slow wave oscillations which are just like sleep waves that are associated with stage three and four sleep um, so that's like deep sleep and that's like um, basically in the different stages of sleep your brain is acting differently um, so in stages three and four which are uh, like deep sleep they call it um, your brain is basically acting when you look at it on like a it's called an electroencephalograph um, or an EEG it's like these big waves like kind of like going and so they can elicit those by pulsing um, TMS like pulsing these uh, magnetic fields. Um, it's pretty cool. Um, and, but then, so since that protocol has come out, there's been other protocols that um, can do things like cause your brain to be more um, active or cause your brain to be like more chill. And so basically, um, and I know this, this goes on, but there's a lot of like background and stuff. Um, but yeah, so we're looking at using this to treat people with insomnia who have trouble falling asleep. Um, and so in the past, um, they've done kind of like behavioral therapy to help people fall asleep, but that doesn't always work. And I don't know exactly what that looks like because I've never, uh, I've never done anything with, uh, behavioral therapy, but, um, that's kind of usually the first step. And then after that, if that doesn't work, they'll give people, um, benzodiazepines, which are things like Xanax. Um, and so those have a lot of other side effects. They can become addictive. Um, people build a tolerance to them. Um, and so just because of that, there's a lot of other issues surrounding that. So they're trying to elicit kind of the same effect uh, with TMS that they can with um, those drugs. Oh, wow. So yeah. So we're really into the whole like uh, finding alternative treatments for things. Non-pharmaco-like therapy, yeah. Right. So the mat so like back to like the magnets uh, the the like i guess electromagnetic pulse is it yeah like you can bring people into like deep sleep like stage three four sleep so from the research that i've seen um and this is good i have a presentation on this tomorrow so this is oh, perfect. cool <laughs> yeah um basically they can't elicit anything when the person is awake um like you can't just like zap someone to sleep. Right, right. That would be cool, but <laughs> you can't. Um, I would sign up for that. But um, yeah, I would sign. I up think for that's that. just called a regular like campus lecture. Dude, <laughs> okay, Facts. sitting in Gen Ed psych when they're like, "This is the brain." <laughs> like, dude, no, I had I love Gen Ed psych though. Um, yeah, take Gen Ed psych. Very easy class, fantastic. 
um, Professor Laz. I had it first semester. Yeah. Was he the best professor? Oh, he's so chill. He was like, like I, okay, so I had a crisis at the end of the semester and um, forgot to turn in, uh, basically we had like online homework and quizzes and I did them. I just forgot to click submit. Um, and so I had taken my chemistry final, um, but the grade book for my uh, psychology class was still open. So I finished my chemistry final, raced out right when I finished, went to his office because he had it posted on his syllabus. That's his fault. <laughs> and uh, went to his office. I didn't even know if he was going to be there. Waited outside his door because he wasn't. Um, and he showed up and he was like, hey, what's up? Like, how's it going? <laughs> and I was like, hey, it's so, like, I'm an idiot. I like forgot to click submit. He's like, okay, it's fine. I'll just give you 100 on them. I was like, what? <laughs> so great class, great professor, really engaging, really cares about the kids, um, understands that we're uh, irresponsible freshmen and, you know, don't know, uh, I don't know, how to function in society yet. So. That's so nice. Like, there's just been so many yeah. professors that, like, I don't know why. They, they just seem like they hate us. They don't want to have much to do with us. But, like, it's so bothersome to just send them an email. Like, chill, bro. Yeah. Like, there's, like, and I mean, I think it's, like, there are just a few, I think for the majority, like at least in my experience, I know other people have had other experiences, but in my experience, like the professors that I've had, I've definitely talked to other classmen, to upperclassmen, sorry, uh, about like what professors I should take. And like, that's a tip, like do that. Talk that's to good. Oh my gosh. But like, yeah. So I've, I've had pretty good experiences with my professors, but I know there definitely are some that are, and it reminds me of in, in high school, those professors or those teachers uh, that are like, um, in college, they won't let you turn in things late. <laughs> in college, like, there are you no lied things. to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like that. Like, <laughs> I literally turned in three quizzes, like four days late, and I got 100s on them. <laughs> like... Yeah. It's like that meme where it's like um they do that for gen eds though. <laughs> it's like the the meme I sent you on Twitter where it's like they said that like crouching over is actually better for your breathing than like standing up like this. Oh yeah, the with, with your PE teachers? Yeah, your yeah. People like stand up, go like this. Yeah. <laughs> that liars. Oh my god. I remember running the mile and like I have asthma. And, like, mm -hmm. for some reason, like, our school district didn't allow us to, like, carry our inhalers. Like, they had to be kept in the nurse's office. But, like, I definitely wasn't going to be that kid that was, like, hey, coach, like, can I go to the nurse's office and hit my inhaler? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh -huh. so, yeah, go hit my albuterol. But, <laughs> <laughs> a hit. but, um, yeah, so I would run the mile and I'd just, like, wheeze the whole time. But, uh, yeah, yeah. And then he'd be like, put your hands on your head. It'll help you breathe. <laughs> I'm like, oh, like, shut up. Terrible. <laughs> it is terrible. And then he would yell at us because we couldn't do pull-ups, but whatever. Yeah. Did you guys have like the, um, like, uh, fitness test, like in the beginning the of the year and at the end? Test. <laughs> well, not that. I didn't have that in high school. I had that Maybe in like middle bro, school. This is the fitness grand test. I love, I mean, actually, I didn't even do that in middle school. I just did that in elementary school. Oh, really? We, yeah. I, think we, I mean, 
I mean, I'm, I'll be completely, I don't think I've ever told you this. I will be completely honest. In high school, I did online bowling because I didn't want to do PE in person. Online yeah. bowling? District, so our district had online classes. So basically you could like, you could be in the public school district, but like not go to school and just like sign up for all your classes online. Yeah. And really? so, yeah. And so I did online bowling over the summer because I could never fit. Cause like I was doing, um, I was taking like some extra science classes and like, I was already doing a hour and like I was in a, I did band in high school and stuff like uh-huh. that. So I couldn't fit PE in my schedule or else I would have teachers who I had all four years, um, like come and hunt me down basically. Um, and so, yeah, I did online bowling over the summer. Um, that's crazy. How does that work? Well, first of all, I didn't even know that like online high school classes existed, but like yeah, private school kid, get out of here. No, no. Well, yeah, like that's not even like we. Everyone had the same classes. We didn't even have like electives or anything. Like everyone had the same schedule. But like, okay, not only did I not know that online classes existed for high school, but like online bowling, like. Yeah, man. So how does that work? So basically you go, you, you, you have to like sign on like every day, I think over the summer. And so you sign on, you read about like the history of bowling. You like learn about, I have no clue. Like, like the pins were like weapons that people used to defend them. So I have no clue, bro. And, like literally. And like, like how it like adapted over time and like important historical bowling events and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah not and so then basically you would go and you would bowl and then you'd have them print out your score sheets and then you'd like scan them in oh wow yeah and you have you'd have to do like reflections and stuff (laughs) yeah bowling reflection yeah do you have a cool bowling fact for me a cool bowling fact for you bro um last time i took this class was like i think it was the summer before my senior year so it was like two years ago Mm. um but yeah, I mean, uh, and this probably could be, uh, this probably could not be true, but I remember learning about how like in like the middle ages, basically in Germany, like the pins were, are modeled after like, like things that like peasants would use to like to defend themselves. I have no clue. It was really? like, yeah, it was like some weird <laughs> that i'm like i'm sorry if i'm offending uh the bowling crowd out there the bowling <laughs> but um yes it's not something that i've kept up kept up to uh times with so yeah we had a we had a pretty uh swell bowling team at my high school you, you, were, you uh, were on the bowling team weren't you i was not uh but really? i did i did read their announcements Wait, i was like i was know? a i was a news anchor in the morning so i would read the announcements of like the results of all the sporting events that happened like the day before or over the weekend. Very nice. And I did so, that in elementary school. Did you have a, did you have a broadcast name? Did you have a broadcast name? A broadcast name? Did you have a name, Christian? No, we, we actually, we, um, we, we never said our names. I don't think. Interesting. So, so in fifth and sixth grade, I did, um, I went to a school called Zaharis Elementary. It's like right down the street from my house. Mm-hmm. Um, and our news channel was called ZBC. ZBC. It's like, uh, yeah, Zaharis Broadcast Channel. And every day we would start with ZBC. It's the place to be. Okay. <laughs> yeah, great times. I still have a video 
on my computer of me being on the local news. I don't know why I still have it, but oh. I think my mom would kill me if I deleted it. So. You're going to have to send me that. No. <laughs> <laughs> you're like, you're like, it'll be linked below, like in the, in the description. Link in the description. <laughs> Light up the comments. Like yeah. <laughs> Hit the like and subscribe button. <laughs> no, but um, basically, I, so I did the sports and I was basketball branded. So that was my that was my peak. People are talking about peaking in high school. I peaked in elementary school. So people um, Brandon. Yeah, basketball Brandon. Hey, I didn't even play well at the time I think I played sports. Yeah, I think fifth grade I did lacrosse. Ooh. Yeah, I was like one of the four kids in Arizona that played lacrosse. So is lacrosse like it's not big. big at all? No, I mean yeah, because it's like I mean, from what I remember, I remember being told when I was like 10, it was growing. So maybe it's huge now, um, but I don't think it is. I mean, like Arizona doesn't even have a team. Like U of A doesn't even have lacrosse. Oh, we don't? I thought we like, did. It's intramural. Like it's, uh, it's um, like, I don't know what it's called. It's not intramural, but it's like the step above that. Club? Yeah, it's like, it's club. It's club lacrosse. Yo, remember when we went to the um... – I think it was called the Bash at the Rec, where they have all the like clubs and sports and stuff. Yeah. And we saw a club frisbee, and they had us like jump to grab the frisbee. I do remember that, and everyone wanted you to go because you're six. Yeah. <laughs> Zoom. People don't know how tall you are over Zoom. That's true. But like our the average height of our dorm room is over six foot. Like that. That was so yeah. great. But in our side, it was like four inches higher than the other side yeah because it's short next year the average height's going to be so much lower because you're yeah, leaving you're with, me. Uh, you're with ryan and uh zach yeah and, and so like another kid joined our rooming Who's group you know him i was gonna ask i you don't him. i i messaged him over the yeah. housing portal like weeks ago bro, and he's, he's never gotten back to me if he's a slob bro there's another room in my house like i won't charge you anything <sighs> i'm like Get me, I'm like, like, get me milk in uh, 85 North or whatever. <laughs> I know. That'll be your day. Oh, yeah, like, I'm kind of nervous because, like, Dude, I, I don't be. know anything about him. And, like, I had such a good experience with, like, you last semester and Jacob and Matt because, like, we kind of got yeah, to know oh, each other Okay, beforehand. Jacob and Matt, yeah, okay. Well, <laughs> it did For most of the year, we had a good experience. <laughs> Let's just say the beginning of the year, right? It was a smooth transition in the beginning of the year. We don't have to talk about that yet. But um, hey, never forget tea time with Itai. Oh, that was great. Uh, yeah, was Itai was such a good RA too. But at the same time, like I commented on his Insta post. I was like, <laughs> missing tea time with Itai. Yeah, I'm sure it'll work out. Like, I mean, Hi. I like talking to people, so I'm sure you're like. I'll be friends with him or You'll whatever. Be fine. You'll make friends with all the freshmen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Although, it is, though. In high school, I was better friends with the kids who are younger than me than the really? kids in my so, grade and above. Okay, so I was always better friends with the kids who were older than me. Like, one of my closer friends is, uh, like, going into med school next year. Like, <laughs> I don't know. Like, yeah. And so, like, and I think that's just because I have an older sister. So I always just try and be friends with her friends. But ah, uh, uh, gotcha. Yeah, I don't know. I'm gonna go. I've I look. I feel like you can't see my face, and I know you want to see my face. Yeah, you're disappearing in the shadows. No, I know. Yeah. Let there be light. <laughs> Do 
And then the Lord said. <laughs> and then Brandon said, let there be light. Don't and, there <laughs> and there was. <laughs> and there was. Uh, do, you, do you have a lot of, like, uh, older friends in college, too? Um, I mean, I guess, like, in clubs, yeah. Like, I feel like I would, I would always talk to, like, the, like, sophomores, juniors. Um, cause you know, the seniors are too cool to talk to freshmen, but like whatever. Um, so I'd talk to, yeah, like sophomores, juniors, probably mostly. Um, but like most of the clubs, I feel like right at the beginning, it's like all freshmen. And then it like, you know, kind of like whittles down to the kids who've been in it, like who've been in the clubs for a bit. So I think at first it was like, I've never spoken to someone who's older than me. And then it was like, oh, most of my friends seem to be mm-hmm. older than me. So I think it's changed, but I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot different in like high school, like uh, in my opinion, because like oh. now it's like you don't even know like who's older than you or like who's like ahead That's of you. True. It's kind of just true. like everyone blends in for the most part. If we were short, I think we would look like touring high schoolers. Not gonna lie. Yeah, that's true. But like, yeah, like I even have like in high school, I never had classes with anyone like older than me because it was oh, like, really? private school. It was rigid, but like now it's like i don't even realize i'm taking classes with seniors it's like whoa yeah yeah and i mean like i guess yeah in my gen eds it'll be like yeah there's a couple seniors because it, it was like a 300 gen ed which means absolutely nothing no flex or anything but, just 300. No flex, but i got upper division credits for doing nothing <laughs> not to flex uh, what, what class is that oh that was uh, the feminist philosophy class oh nice yeah i mean like after quarantine like it actually wasn't bad like he like recorded everything and summarized everything really well but like i was in this group chat and these kids were like bro i haven't done anything like (laughs) i'm gonna fail feminist philosophy and i was like you're like i just want you to think about that like not woke you're failing feminist philosophy yeah i was like i got a 100 on my final paper like not to flex but i think that means (laughs) that we're gonna stick it to the man (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh Uh, that's great yeah, it was a good time. It was a good time. Medical school, like, you have to, like, for undergraduate, major in, like, a science kind of major, right? It's not like law school no. where you can just major in whatever. No. Oh, you so, don't? No, so you can major in whatever you want, but you have to hit their requirements. So if you do major in English, like we mentioned, the people we don't understand, or people... <laughs> philosophy who would do that that sounds so boring oh yeah who would do that christian barnyak um (laughs) anyways (laughs) you can do that but you also just have to make sure you're taking like uh the right biology chemistry physio english math courses but also like for your application to even be uh considered so yeah yeah and so you're balancing that with your your music minor? Yeah. <laughs> and kids. I think it's fun. So Yeah. <laughs> what what's that like? Um honestly, it's a lot of just like, you know, I have a really good relationship with my professor. She's really cool. Um, but I also made it very clear to her that like, hey, this is my minor. And like <laughs> I'm I'm doing this because I like it 
and like you know i'm still gonna work hard and like put in all the work but like at the end of the day like this won't necessarily be my number one thing that i'm looking to do and think about all the time Hmm. like i'll practice when i can but like also i'm taking 20 units of science and like (laughs) i need to be able to like do well in those courses work in a lab if i want to set myself up for the future so and she was you know she was very understanding of that very receptive to that um and but of course still like pushes me and challenges me um musically things like that still so mm-hmm. she and i have a good relationship i think so, yeah for me it's I, been really yeah i remember you telling me how much work it is like yeah and the thing is it's like i'm in a or i was in a one unit orchestra class but that one unit was six hours a week plus practicing so it's like like that's just so much time yeah <laughs> it was just so much time and then like we'd have a we had like a couple of concerts throughout the year on Friday nights and stuff like that. And it, it, like a couple of them uh, lined up with chem tests. So like, I oh, pick a wow. chem test. so I would get out of orchestra rehearsal at four, go take a chem test from five to seven and then go back to my dorm, put on a tuxedo and then go and play a two, three hour concert. That's like, crazy. Those days were rough. Those days were rough. Oh my gosh. But wow. I can't fit orchestra this next semester. So <laughs> <laughs> we're here. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can't believe they don't give you more credit for that. Like they should give you like three units. Yeah. You know? I don't know. I don't know why. I don't know who decided what and why decided how. But um yeah. how many like uh units do you need for the minor? Oh, it's, it's for mine. It's like 20. <laughs> it's like oh. nothing. Yeah. Yeah. So like I've taken, uh, so I have like, 10, I already have like 12. Oh yeah. And then like, you just have to take like an intro theory course at some point, but like, if you really want to get involved, like you exceed the, the like, you know, things for the minor, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, it's just been good to like, be able to have something else to focus on other than gen chem so yeah definitely do you think we're gonna have football in the fall no and if we do because dude those rosters are like a hundred kids like like you have so many kids out there like you have so many like supporting staff like there's like just the feasibility of that within the college program like the ncaa is just way too greedy I think to pay for tests for all of the, and yes, that is a, that is me calling you out NCAA <laughs> reaches you. Cause I, cause I believe in my man, Christian, <laughs> you don't control me, <laughs> but um, yeah. So yeah. NCAA, you know, pulling in billions of dollars a year. Uh, could they pay for it? Probably. Oh, Are they? Probably not. Cause I don't know how much money they can make off of games that people aren't going to. So, yeah, I do hope we have basketball though, because basketball is the best. Basketball is the only thing I care about. Did you Did you see we hired? We, we hired an assistant coach. Yeah, I think it was Terry, like Jason, Jason. I think it was Jason Terry. Yeah, Jason Terry. He's like a whole. He's an old uh, U of A player, and then he played for the Mavs. And uh, oh, what's that guy's name? He owns the Mavs. I'm so sorry, Mark Cuban. Mark, Mark Cuban. Cuban. Love Mark Cuban, legend. Yeah, but he was like, he's like Jason Terry is a great player. 
He's like, has a great attitude. He's going to be great for the U of A team. I was like, you know what? Mark Cuban says that. Like, I'm sold. Like, we're going, like, we'll be at uh, Final Four. Like, you know. Let's go. We'll have Mark Cuban on the show and Jason Terry. Oh, okay. Mark Cuban. Listen. Yeah, we should have, <laughs> we have Mark Cuban on the show. Agree. Yeah. I'll have him on before I have our boy Bobby on. Bob? Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Even though, I mean, he's Bobby Mark Robbins. Cuban. He's by no means perfect, but, uh, yeah yeah well i'm gonna head to bed and uh visit our grand old school tomorrow i'm staying at the marriott like uh by main gate square oh really yeah don't make you see any protests i probably will (laughs) probably will i think there's one wednesday leot's gonna be there (laughs) that's great that's the day i'm gonna be there oh leot's gonna be there yeah leot's probably gonna be at the protests yeah cool she's yeah. like she's like when you move in i'm gonna teach you how to make challah i was like bro yes I was like teach me the ways oh <laughs> uh, we have to go back to uh chabad, chabad. on fridays yeah. chabad's so much fun oh my gosh all right i guess that's a wrap i guess that's a wrap <laughs> it's just gonna cut